I paid $60,000 to go to broadcasting school, okay. and well, all I got... look right here the whole time and talk right there. You'll be good. So people can see and hear us? Yes. Only the people in here. Yeah, only the people in Discord right now. Okay. And then everyone else, after I record it and we pu- publish it, then they'll be able to hear it, but there's no video. We don't save the video anymore. Gotcha. There's too much trash on the internet as is, so we're just trying to do our part. You know, we're environmentally friendly podcast here, probably one of the few. All systems go! Prepare for countdown! Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one! Blast off to adventure in the amazing year 400 billion! Obscene, dirty, filthy, immoral... What are you people? On dope? Hello and welcome to the Jamble. Today is Saturday, January 9th, 2021. And my name is Matt. And I'm BJ. What's up, and it's Grubby Fresh. Grubby Fresh back. You were on an episode a while ago. And then you left, and then you came back again because Oregon is just too good. Uh, this yeah. ep- is uh, episode 737, <laughs> thejamhole.com. Every Saturday or Sunday here, streaming live from the Ardabs Discord. You can watch us if you uh, come in the chat here and uh, type stuff out, and we'll see it. Uh, like I mentioned, I actually took some time because the old Jamhole guest list was getting a little outdated. I think episode like 450 was the most recent one, and we're on like 737 now. I wasn't now. even entered into you the system. <laughs> you weren't. There was a lot of uh, a lot of things that weren't entered. So I took a little time. I took a lot of time actually, and and I went through and checked. Luckily. <laughs> I wrote myself pretty decent show notes so I could just like go back and look and be like, oh, okay, here's who was on it and shit. Uh, and then I actually had to listen to some of those episodes. And I gotta say some of that earlier shit, like the real early shit was fucking awful. And then like the middle shit was like, eh, it's okay. And then the shit with like Duncan and Robbie and Ben, like those episodes, holy fuck. We were pretty funny. We were <laughs> rude, but we were pretty funny. Rude is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. Funny, also probably an understatement, but, you know, yes, here we are. y'all were funny. So if you go to thejamhole.com and under the menu there, it says the show. If you mouse over that, there's a drop down and guest list will, uh, will pop up. And you'll see last updated on the 9th. So that was today. So now I can search for Jeff's name, a.k.a. Grubby Fresh, right here. The last episode he was on, 695, episode Hobo Homies. Boom. There you go. Woohoo. So so what happened? You you left, you got your dog back, and then you <laughs> left okay. Montana? Once upon a First time. First of all, I, I just want to thank the jam hall. Who's your friend in Florida who bailed out Willis? Oh, MDS. MDS. Yeah. MDS. God bless you, man. We bailed Willis out for $360. Well, MDS and us, but yes. Yeah. All thank of, you, all, MDS. Everybody came together, the whole jam home. Because if MDS wasn't going to pitch in, I definitely was not going to help you get your dog back. First of all, not really a big dog person. Second of all, you're kind of living in a van, probably not the best place for a dog. But hey, I'm not here to judge. I got to tell you, though, Willis is a van dog, bro. Like, he would jump into the van or the new van when it was broke down. He'd just hang out there all day. 
So. And then what happened? So you were at, you went back to Montana. So anyway, if and, and that just didn't work out. Well, anyway, at that point, I lost the van to impound, and it was the middle of winter, and I had nowhere to run to, and the place was a fucking nightmare, bro. Since I've gotten back to Eugene, I've been having like all these bad dreams of like flashbacks of like still being there, like I just got out of jail PTSD or something in Montana. <laughs> Well, I've been having flashbacks about, like, bad dreams about still being in Montana okay, since yeah. I got here. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I think the last one that I remembered was, like, I went home to visit for some stupid reason. Like, I was in Missoula, and then I didn't have the money to get back to Oregon, and I was all freaking out, and then I woke up in a cold sweat. Yeah, dude, Montana blows. Talk into the mic, please. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you decided to come to Oregon cause Oregon's better. Yeah. Well, um, of course it's better, but you know, I, I was living in Portland, Portland's blowing out. You know, when I came down here and, um, saw you guys, you know, I saw how, um, sweet Eugene was. So I've been wanting to come back, you know, ever since then. Well, you realize that Eugene's only this sweet for us because I work fucking 80 hours a week and make a bunch of money to be able to have all this sweet shit, you know? Right. Well, I live in a $600 minivan and it's still sweet for me. Okay. Now, would you have come here if we weren't here? Um Interesting. The long pause says no. That, that that's interesting to say cuz um, you know, having, you know, a connection to a place is, you know, huge. And that's one I never had in Portland. That's why I always ended up back in Montana. Friends who had a nice, lavish life already set up that you could just come crash on. Exactly. Okay, I feel you. But, I mean, if it, I did, it definitely could have been Eugene. Like, I've gone lots of places on my own. You know, 99% of the time I haven't known anybody the places I've, I've went. What you know, if I'd have known Eugene was a nice place and it's easy to home bum here, yeah. Talking to the mic. There you go. There you okay. go. Sorry. I should give you these headphones so you can hear every time you're not talking into the mic. <laughs> gotcha. And don't touch that. I know, it's a lot of shit to keep track of. It's, I'll it's, try to follow. It's very hard. We're, we're, we're well practiced, so I, I, I understand. It's been a while since I've been a guest on your show, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It so was great to be here on the jam hall. You got some job offers up here. Oh, I got too many, man. Uh, you know, I've been talking about wanting to go work at that casino on the coast. And I spent about four days out there, and I got kind of bored and want and want to come back in Eugene for a few. And then you got bored out the coast, yeah, a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome out there, but the town's small. But they gave me a call about a job for uh, Kino attendant, which sounds pretty sweet. So I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up back there probably sometime next week. So they called you in for an interview? Yeah. Four different interviews for the same casino. And so did you do any interviews? I did one when I was out there for the kitchen. So you went out there and then came back? Yeah. To do interviews here? Yeah, basically... I. You know, I was thinking, like, maybe I'll wait till the weather gets better to go back out there. But job interviews don't wait. Like, when they call you, you kind of got to go. Especially the casino. Like, that's just a go for it 
moment where you're not going to get it again. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Especially when you don't have a resume behind in the poker room. Like, if I were to call right now and I wanted to apply for the job, I would have the job before you. Promise. Ooh, we should put that to the test. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if they call me and want me to come out, I'm, I'm sure I would. It's just, it, it's a process. And I was like, well, well, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Another cool job I saw was this place that builds yurts down in Cottage Grove. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of yurts going on around here. Ever seen about that place? I, I've seen yurts. I stayed in a yurt in Alaska once. They're uh, they're pretty cozy. I'd say not as cozy as my house, more cozy than the van, more cozy than like pitching a tent in the Walmart fucking homeless encampment. That was that thing you did up in Alaska with yeah. Bob and um... the dirty Gertie. They they built these yurts out of like recycled materials, but they make them so that they withstand like Alaskan winters. It's fucking insane. Like I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, so I was thinking if I worked there, like someday I'd end up buying a yurt. Yeah, you I know? could see you living in a yurt, owning yeah. owning your own yurt. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And we mean Willis have an actual home. But I'm I'm so used to being my lifestyle being mobile. Yes, Aunt, this thing is on. <laughs> yeah. And what? Your lifestyle's still mobile. Right. It's just, it's an exciting lifestyle. Yeah. I don't know about, you know, settling down in one spot, being tied to a structure. Well, you could put that yurt on a, uh, on a semi-trailer. <laughs> and that would be mobile. Oh, what about like a tiny house yurt? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got some friends that built themselves a little tiny house, and uh, you want to know how that's going? It's not going great. <laughs> Turns out uh, building a house, even if it's a tiny one, uh, not not as easy as uh, one might think. <laughs> they, uh, they got this thing all erected, and they had their baby, and now like the place doesn't stay very warm, so they're camping at her parents' house anyways. <laughs> it's like, well... No going you, back to you cheeses tried. now, huh? You tried, dog. I, I I respect the hustle, but you better just come back to work. Because, uh, yeah. And what sucks, too, and I don't know how much of this he wants out there, but what really sucks is, like, when you're living on her parents' land and, like, in their house, you got to, like, live by their rules, and maybe they have other plans for you and her, her the baby, like, their baby. But, like, it's her parents, so it's, like, their baby, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe they want to do things a little different than you want them, but you can't really say shit because, you know, you're living on their couch. I'm getting hugs from aunts. Anyway. Bottom line, living with your parents blows. Yeah. Is that why you came back? Yeah. You, you, went, you went back to Montana, lived with your mom. Oh, God. I don't but even there is talk two about sides are you, to that, that though, you're, you're in your 40s now? I just turned 40 back in October. Nice. Me too, bud. Right here, bud. Woohoo! Fuck yeah, we're forties, dude. You turned forty two days before I did, and I was freaking out. I tried calling you. I'm like, "What's it like, man? What's it like?" And funny story it was like, "I'm like, I got forty eight hours to do everything left there is in life to do <laughs> before it's nothing but brand flakes and golf digest, right?" And so I like asked out every girl who worked at Ross. So like, I asked out the one. And like she's like, no. So I go in the back, and I put on all my new clothes, right, looking all fresh. And I come back out. I'm like, so you want to go out with me now? And she's like, I'm not even the same girl. I'm like, I don't care. I have like 48 hours left to live. Damn. Spitting game at Ross. I mean. <laughs> hey, they got the discounts, yo. 
Did you put on Ross clothes? Yeah, dude, I got new shoes and uh, my, my uh, Death Row shirt, Death Row record shirt. And like, I was looking awful. I was like, dude, I don't want to be an old son of a bitch. You think I can that least, that like... shirt is what caused them to say no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there. I think I could. I mean, I think we could come up with more things than like the shirt of why a woman would say no if you were approached by this gentleman in a Ross. <laughs> it's like, sup, girl? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, man, what about free chicken wings? Don't you seem to understand? Damn, and she just wasn't into it. Oh, my God. And, dude, and with everybody wearing a mask these days, I'm taking a total shot in the dark. I don't even know if she's good looking or not. You know what I'm saying? I live in a van, but I have standards. Good job. <laughs> well, at good that job. time, I lived in a camper trailer. Oh, I, nice. I had bunk beds in the back. It was pretty sweet. But so you were living at mom's, and she was driving you a little crazy? Oh, beyond crazy. What? Like what? Give me a, an example. She said get a job, and you were like, fuck that. I'm leaving. No, she did. She told me to not get a job. She's like, wait for your uh, disability check to come in. Oh, damn. And I tried. I tried as I could. Uh, I don't know. My mom's And I could as I may. Yeah. And that check just never showed up, did it? I'm still waiting for it. Do you think your mom was stealing your disability checks? I think she's stealing it now. (laughs) (laughs) They still showing up there. She's still cashing them. Fuck. Well, dude, I got my mail forwarded. I was worried that, like, my uh, stimulus check was going to show up there. I wasn't going to see it. Did you get your mail forwarded to here? Yep. Huh. That's nice. We have, like, four people's mail coming here now. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 fantastic. But, like but, I'm glad we could help. You know, well, I, was like, just, I had to get it. But here's your the house. thing. Here is the one thing I noticed when I went down to the mailbox. The others that had been getting theirs here. The previous tenants. Yes. Mail we still also receive. Um, their names aren't actually on the mailbox. If you look, it says Grobs on on it now. Yeah, I felt like Lee, a Lee, and The Robert. poor fucking mailman. <laughs> well, I, I had to get mail here so I could go donate plasma. I'm going to make like 75 bucks tomorrow. Damn, that's not bad. Well, Otherwise, I mean, I'd be getting it at the service station. That means he's fully legitimately transferred his address here. Like, Yeah, you're you're more of an Oregon resident than I am on paper. <laughs> really? Congratulations. Maybe I can go to college. What are your goals? Like, what do you really want to do? You oh. seem kind of aimless at this point, which is cool. Some people want to wander. You know, well, I do have another question before we get there. What? How was Christmas? What went on during Christmas? At your guys' place? Yep. Christmas was awesome. Why? You were there. Oh, uh, BJ was. Did you see how cute BJ was dressed up all as in like a pink skirt and Santa hat and oh, lights? Yeah. That one's on the OnlyFans, but I'll post a censored version on the uh, show notes here at thejamhole.com. You can see Miss Claus. Oh, and then uh, did, did you tell the jam hole about uh, the donation I gave you for your Christmas present, Matt? Yeah, and actually, I passed that gift on to a friend of mine for Christmas. Uh, that's actually, uh, actually, he's not in here right now, but he's a host of one of our other podcasts, and he didn't have a mic. His mic was not so good. And so I so sent him that mic. His podcast would be better. And I'll tell you what, he sounded really fucking good. I hope that was okay. I I have no use for a mic. It was a nice mic, though. It was I a mean, blue, it, a Yeti blue. It was really nice. Realistically, but, Matt is using it because 
His podcast sounds better now. And if Grand ever stops podcasting on the hotbox with me, I'll expect him to send that shit back. (laughs) And then I'll send it to whoever else I podcast with. Uh, Well, I'm I'm glad I could help. (laughs) I had a great time. No, it was nice, and I do appreciate it. It would have just sat here, though, because I can't can't use use a USB mic. So, Okay. Just trying to pay it forward, like Ant says. Hashtag pay it forward. Right, and then BJ made an awesome meal. We all stuffed ourselves. Uh, Your dog escaped. Willis, yeah, he spent. He ran away on escaped. On Christmas, which it, he, sucked. He escaped. He escaped. Call it what it is. From the park by your house. <laughs> from was, your van. Yeah. Call it what it is. He escaped <laughs> from the van life and f- tried to find himself a better home. Right, and so like some people, the fat house all had him for about three days, and then took him to the shelter. He's probably like, "Yeah, I got it going on now." And then he's like, "Wait, wait, what are you guys doing now? Don't leave me here." <laughs> yeah, he spent uh, Christmas. I found out his birthday is uh, December 29th. He just turned ten, all the way till. When did I? When did we find him online, BJ? It was like a week later. In the mic, bro. You can't talk into the ceiling. There you go. Okay. There he you showed go. up there on the 29th. On the 30th was when you went down the first day to try and deal with it. Oh, yeah. And at first, they wouldn't let me out because <laughs> some cocksuckers up in Idaho said they were his dog and like. He was stolen. They wanted him back, so they wouldn't give him back at first. So somehow in your travels, you accumulated this dog that wasn't even really yours. It was a stolen... You stole a dog and then trapped him in your van, and then he escaped, and then you stole him again. That's pretty dope. Where is this dog now? He's in the van. In the van. Okay. Uh, Technically, the people I got him from stole him. I don't know what the story was with these people in Idaho. They wouldn't really tell me. Who anything. do you know in Idaho? Or it's not anyone you know? No, someone in Portland sold him the dog uh, for a hundred bucks. That they stole from Idaho. Mm-hmm. They, they, I got you. They said he was from Missoula, so. Well, that makes sense. You I, lost stray dogs in Missoula. So I don't know. Anyway, they finally let me go get him. Missoula, Idaho. It's a very, there's that very little bit of space in between. So, you know. Was he happy to see you? Yeah, and then he pissed himself because he knew how much trouble he was in. <laughs> and then I beat his ever-living ass. Oh, dude, he got an <laughs> ass woofed for that shit. Uh, I couldn't imagine why he wants to escape. Uh, I mean. <laughs> yeah. You can't... Aunt, you have a dope-ass little cute puppy, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ant got a dog, huh? Yeah, he's cute as shit, too. Kylo, I think his name is. That dog's dope. That dog's probably not very small anymore, right? You've had that dog for a minute, I feel like. Uh, so did you did you make your way out to the Capitol to riot, Jeff? Me? Uh, did no. you storm the Capitol? That seems like something that'd be up uh, your alley. No, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm still planning to make my way up to Portland and fuck some shit up if anything's left by the time I get there. Portland being the capital of Oregon. Uh, the capital of anarchy at this the point. Capital, yeah, well, that is true. The anarchy capital. <laughs> I don't know, I drove through it on my way down here. It was such a trip to be back in Portland. Like, I was down in Southeast 82nd. And then I was like, man, I gotta get the fuck out of here. And I was down in Eugene a couple hours later. And then, gonna go south. And, then, and then down to the coast for job interviews you couldn't quite make. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like the the thing. He he comes back and he's like, man, this is no joke getting a job down here. They want all these background checks and everything. I'm like, bro, it's a casino. Like, man, they, they look you up expecting? your ass with a flashlight yeah, and dude. a microscope, bro. You're, it's unsat. You're dealing with gambling and and money and fucking yeah, dude. That's like, like that's federal their shit. money. Like your casino. That's is on their federal jam. Land. They wanted me to be a dishwasher. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? Did you tell them, nay, sir, I have higher aspirations than that. I want to be a Kino runner. Well, no, what happened is... Uh, you know they only hire chicks for those jobs, right? Unless uh, well, you're at a gay casino. Well, they called me about it. Did they? Maybe it is a gay casino. I don't Maybe. know. They haven't, they haven't told me, but I don't know. Some Asian lady called. And I was like, dude, that be the sweetest gig out there i think it would just be fun but you were also here in town and we're like yeah you're gonna have to wait on that i like that you told them you live in eugene it's like well you live in your van which is wherever you park it you just happen to be parked in eugene right now like (laughs) i feel like if you really wanted a job you would have stayed there i'm thinking you really don't want a job maybe the uh, thought of of this this sort of work kind of scares you a little bit well i mean i just stability scares you jeff I mean, I just couldn't, you know, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. I was like, I was getting kind of bored. And I was like, I better go back to Eugene before I get myself in trouble. And so, I'm wait, I'm, I went mad with them. I, I saw what it was all about. And, you know, there's a lot of... Um, in the mic. Stop. What's what's down there that you keep looking at? There's, Is there something interesting down there I'm missing? It's just hard for me to hold still. I, I see that. <laughs> So you think you could do good in a, ca- a casino atmosphere dealing with lots of numbers and people wanting drinks and change and all that, but yet you're having a little bit of a hard time here focusing on uh, <laughs> talking into the mic. <laughs> okay. Right. I, I just, you, don't, you don't come off to me as like a numbers kind of guy. Like I'm not big into math. I couldn't do casino running. I couldn't do like poker dealing, anything that you got to keep track of that much stuff. Like I know I'm not good at. And I, you just, you don't seem like you'd, you'd be that I well know my way around the poker table and that <laughs> shit sucks. Yeah, well, I mean... Like, if you're not a person who's, like, say, my aunt who could walk in there and they'd be like, oh, yes, what job would you like? Okay, well, your job, you have been demoted because she wants that job. And you know what? She's got it. So she walks in and is making, like, where she knows the best, you know, pinpointed amount of money is. I mean, are you good at counting cards? Can you count cards? I know, but I'm I'm good with mine. Do you know how many cards are in a deck of cards? There's 52. There's 54 because there's two jokers, see? That's right. Ah, trick question. Not bad though. You were close. <laughs> I knew that shit. Fuck, man. I think what would be fun about it too is you run the bingo games. Yeah, you'd be a good ball caller. I bet. <laughs> right. Oh, hey, did I tell you I randomly met this kid who had a jam room in his basement? Like he had like two drum sets, a rack guitars, and like half a wall of amps. Well, yeah, it's. Just I mean, randomly. you didn't tell me, but I, I I believe that it's Eugene. There's like every band every garage in eugene either has a glass blowing studio or a fucking band in it well it was it was crazy because like I, I met this kid i was parked in front of his house and i wanted to ask him about his shorty bus and it's actually for a school bus he's like you just like parked your van next to this school bus yeah That's like a, dope. across from it i'm like we're brothers now and he uh he invited me in and he's like I got a drum set downstairs. I'm like, that's cool. And he finally took me down there. I'm like, holy shit. You didn't tell me you had two sets, rack guitars and everything. I'm like, so I jammed with them and it was pretty awesome. 
You're so a pretty good fun. musician. I got. I gotta say, if if there was anything that was up your alley, it would be doing something like that because you do have actual talent, like playing drums and shit. See, I, I did I, have a good conversation with Ant about the bullshit that happens in a casino and the do's and the don'ts, and he he's pulling it out right here. He's yeah. showing it. He remembers. Yeah. He says, I've had to tell dealers how to pay me at Ultimate Hold'em tables. They'll overpay me. <laughs> or they'll say I lost when I won. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, rules you got to kind of keep track of there. Well, and one of, the, one of the things I personally think is a big issue is because the people come in, like Jeff could come in, and they're running shit like that because they're like, well, you don't have to deal with any of this stuff. Because you're not dealing the cards, you're not doing these things, so your only job is this. When honestly, even if that is your only job, you need to understand that whole poker table and everything that should be going on on it. If that machine broke down, could you run this table? Mm. And you can't answer that question, Mm. then get the fuck off my table. Mm. That's the answer. Get the fuck (laughs) off her table, Jeff. I don't think I could deal. My my ADD is way too bad, but... Yeah. But you can play the drums. You know, but that that was that was like part of my best. That was my prime when I was off my ADHD meds. I was just I was really on top of those cards because it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yo, rat, yo, rat, yo, rat, yo, rat. Okay, <laughs> put your chips back. It's not your bet. <laughs> Well, if I do start working out there, maybe I'll have to get you guys a night at the hotel so you come out and visit. <laughs> so how you just met some random... You know there's a virus out, right? Supposedly. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not... I'm, I'm immune, you I'm just immune like to the COVID. pull up next to some random bus. So you do realize, though, just because you think you are, and per se, let's say you are, the other people you come around, that does not mean that they are that they are as well. Yeah, but I could give a shit if they live or die. Oh, so if you got <laughs> so if I got infected because you were hanging out with some hobos that fucking had it, you wouldn't give a shit. Is that what you're saying? That's right. This is all or my me, daughter baby. because we are people you hang around with. <laughs> I just find it amusing that you just pulled up to some random bus and the dude just like <laughs> let you come in and shit and hang out like. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, what was funny is, like, invites me in, right? And I give him one of my tall boys, and we're kicking it. And he's just like, dude, seem a little bipolar, because he's just like, what in the hell are you doing here? Like, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, So what actually happened is you just wandered into some random house. <laughs> I, I don't know how this Try works. to play this game. I don't know. I was thinking I might stop back by and see if they do want to jam again, because, like, you got to set up like that. There's no reason to not be in a band. Yeah. Just make sure he doesn't have the COVID, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I've been, uh, I think that's the only person I've hung out with besides you guys. Well, that's good. I get my temperature take, taken all the time. It's been like 97.1, so. Did you go to the the shelter there by Walmart and check out the digs? No, I still haven't been through it. You, you see, you have to understand, Matt. There's like this line between people who live in a camp and people who live in vans. Okay. See, the people who live in vans, they park on the other side of the Walmart. Uh, you know where okay. you see like the motorhomes been sitting there forever? Sure, sure. I, I don't know if the... People, you guys don't interact. Yeah, I don't think the people who live in the vans 
You want to hang out with the people in the camps. You look at people that live in the camps like people like us look at people who live in vans. Mm. Exactly. Okay. From our, our ivory tower here. <laughs> yeah. Our $1,700 a month fucking ivory tower. That's a lot of money. You're telling me. It is, but You're also- goddamn telling me. I'll tell you what, if it was me by myself, I definitely would not be in this house paying that much. I'd be in a sweet little one bedroom paying like six a month okay. and just Bullshit. blowing all my money Bullshit. on drugs. You would have a you would have to have a two bedroom. I live because one bedroom is a studio. Shit, I don't Plain know if you've simple. known me or or what, but I've lived in a house where my living room was the goddamn studio. Yes, man. I don't give a fuck. I'll but put, you also I'll aren't the welcoming computer. the fact of going back to Montana because you don't I'm not going have back there. That. I could find a $600 a month house right here. No problem. Because you don't want to have less money. So they're in fourth meaning you do not want to go back to a place where you have to have your studio in the bedroom. And since you can afford. No, no, no. You're missing the point, honey. What I'm saying is I would still be here making the amount of money I'm making. (laughs) I would just be spending a lot fucking less on living expenses because it would just be. I'm just saying you wouldn't do a one. It would have to be two. I, I could do a one. No. I'd put my studio right in the living room, have my bedroom. Oh, yeah. Just like the good old days. Well, Just like when I was 20. I live in a $600, <laughs> 93 Plymouth Voyager. You can't tell me that this is a sweet so. office and you do not. It I is sweet. sweet. It is sweet. I don't believe that 1700 a month sweet. That's a lot of money, yo. Well, You're that's only me. because <laughs> the only reason you don't believe that is because sometimes there's a screaming little shit. Yeah, it'd probably be a lot sweeter if it was Dude, just for like one when month, I could okay, buy another so van. Just bring us. It in Sorry. the summertime. If it was just us. Is what so I meant in the to summertime, say. when me and her have vacated the home for a while, oh yeah, I rent space. I rent this place out for <laughs> two a month, and I go fucking live in my van that I have. Uh, yeah, I think you guys should just ditch this place and get like one of those really sweet ones and just burn like, the place down. Fifty thousand no, dollars. You don't understand how what? much this place would rent for. Oh yeah, it could rent. For about a grand more than we pay for. Oh, it better not fucking ever, because I'll burn so, this fucker down. And how are you getting in so cheap? That's because what I'm we've saying. been here so long. We got here, and because we're such good tenants, because we don't let homeless people live in our garage ever <laughs> anymore, <laughs> ever. And we're no not subletting. Noisy, don't like, worry, they're not paying. <laughs> we're not noisy and obnoxious. Well, we don't care that they are noisy and obnoxious. Well. Um, yeah this is a pretty fat place in the burbs i did come pretty close to yelling at that dog the other day oh yeah and we don't have dogs that annoy the fuck out of other people no i'm not okay with being annoyed by dogs i am getting a little and i am like the biggest firework fan in the world you saying those dogs lighting off fireworks but getting on your nerves when i haven't heard fireworks all night and I'm in my kitchen, like, putting my drink cup that I've been drinking, water or whatever, out of. Last night it was ginger ale and punch. And I stick it on the counter. I look over, and it's one twelve. And I am, the reason I looked at the time was because I'm hearing, all of a sudden, booms, like, the loud, real loud ones from over there. And then I started hearing them from over there. It's like, you guys couldn't have done this at least an hour ago. Like... Now, I, like I would almost not here. even bitch if it was midnight. Like, I'd let that go. But if 
and you didn't even start at midnight. Like, that's the bullshit. Like, you just start at midnight and you're still going, well, okay. I think those were to signal our newfound independence. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, on uh, Reddit, today I learned, and I didn't know this, so today I learned that some Inuit groups, they used ridicule in the form of song duels as a means of conflict resolution. The two men who had failed to resolve a conflict by other means would secretly compose derisive songs about their adversary, and then the whole camp gathered in a large igloo to observe the song duel. So this is like a mini version <laughs> Eskimo of... Eskimo rap battles, <laughs> for real. This is like real. a mini version of Eminem. That's so, fucking badass. Do you, do you have an example of it? I mean, I know no, it, it, I know it had to a... be translated into English, but... I imagine stuff like that relates to how you know their their lives and stuff. Probably right. a lot of like your mother smells like whale blubber, <laughs> that kind of shit. And, like, Don't they have like eighty-seven fish? words for like, snow? That's my spot. Yeah. <laughs> like, is, is there like a backbeat or is it more like spoken word? Uh, I would say probably more like spoken word, but I'm not Does, sure. Does like somebody sit there and like click some whale bones together? It says, each contestant makes up a song ridiculing the other. At the end of the contest, the audience proclaims a winner, and the two people will go their separate ways. The purpose of this custom is to maintain the internal order of Inuit society without violence and bloodshed. I like that. We could learn a lot from the Inuits. You See, just rap battle. I like, I like that. Just like I like if you have a little bit of confrontation with someone... That you can go out back, fight, once you get like a simple fight over, like you get knocked down and you're like, hey, good to go. You stand the other one up and you just fucking go about your ways. I'd be like, yo, I rack, your pie's whack. And then I'd give them like my b-boy stance and then I'd wait for them to come at me with something. And then we'd just go back and forth like that. That would make politics way more fucking interesting. I'll tell you that. How to be better than last presidential Purple. debate, right? Right? <laughs> and just like going for crowd pleasers and shit instead of like just lying. <laughs> Do you think Joe Biden could break dance? No. No. Neither no, could no, Trump. I, no, I don't. <laughs> I think Trump could do the moonwalk. Yeah. No. 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 We would need to get much younger candidates because. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're that loose like that. Yeah, I think well, Joe could surprise you. Ant says Biden could literally break dance. <laughs> Biden Touché. would move too fast in one direction and just fall to pieces. I don't, I don't think either of those men are very like hardy men anymore. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I you're, you're, think... once you once you strip them of like their Adderall and their protein <laughs> packs and their adrenochrome. And all of the things that, like, keep them going on a day-to-day, -day, I really think you're just left with, like, a lifeless, But if you even shell. look back at, like, the parties that he went to back in the day, Trump, he's not, like, there's none of him dancing. Like, he's always there with his drink and just... Yeah, scoping out. Scoping, scoping out. out. Hey, where's Epstein at? Tell, <laughs> tell Epstein to come here. I want to talk to him. Gonna deal. I found one. Gonna make a deal. Epstein, come here. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Gislaine? Gislaine, come here. God, I bet those guys had some crazy parties. <laughs> I was Seriously. looking back at like our old live show parties and I was just thinking like, man, 
if we were older, richer, and more white, like our parties would have been so much more crazy. <laughs> uh, Ant says he has a clause that people can never discuss his net worth. Trump. Did that come out after his whole I only pay 750 bucks in taxes thing or some shit? Because that's pretty fucking crazy. Seems like there's got to be a way around that. Um, we mentioned the riot. Uh, people, like, I guess, went into the Capitol all, all dressed up on LSD and what have you. Are we still talking about that? Kind of. I don't think anybody wants I think to what, I don't want I to associate now, LSD with that. Let's not put those two well, together. Well, no, but this is a lot of like, and I want, I don't want, I, I don't want to call it activism, but like, if you read about the fifties and sixties, this was kind of a lot of the shit they did back then in protests of like Vietnam War and, sh- and stuff like that. They would dress up in crazy costumes and go out and just cause mischief and and anarchy and mayhem, as they called it. <laughs> I think this was different than that. I, I feel like the. The old school stuff was more fun and playful, I guess, than this. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel. All this is thing. like straight up Civil War attack. I do like style. that some people were like are getting doxxed from it and then like losing their jobs, which I guess is why other people had masks on and everything. <laughs> so they don't see your face and your work badge. But then I also feel like maybe some of that shit's planted there. Like, I literally don't know what to believe anymore. They've, they've psyopsed us into not knowing what is real. I definitely well believe that someone's paid off some of those police officers because they opened that barricade and they're, like, going like this. Like, there was actual video of them being, come on through, come on through. But as we, as we <laughs> learned in the movie Now You See Me... Maybe that was a replica of the side entrance of the White House, and that whole thing was just filmed. You don't know. You literally don't know anymore, right? Like I think this <laughs> right. was just all pu- pu- uh, this is just all publicity stunt for Trump. I mean, you know, he's all about the ratings. <laughs> he's all about those ratings, baby. Yeah, but this like, is just a ratings. Like, remember when they were going to change IHOP to the IHOP, the International it's House of Breakfast, and then it wasn't true. <laughs> nice. Same thing. I spoke with someone today, a family member, and <laughs> yeah. was so lit because they kept trying to tell me that it was anti that did this, they were just dressed up like Trump supporters and shit. And I'm like, do you realize that the Trump supporters came forward and said, fuck yes, we did this, right? I think they all did it. Because <laughs> literally, like, you literally don't know anything anymore. Right, but you can't, at that point, you can't deny that there were Trump supporters there doing this shit at because they point. came forward and have pictures of them like, yeah, we did this shit. I read, I read one, and I don't even know if that's true or not, but this dude, like, tased himself in the balls and then, like, had a heart attack, like, trying to get in there. He that's had a taser. That's one six and deaths, yeah. He actually died? Yeah. So that actually happened? Yeah. Is that true? Dude, you cannot die from getting tased in the balls. You do if you're old. Old. And fat and white. Old. Oh, and he got, had a heart, he himself a heart attack? Yep. Yeah, dude. Wow, that's hilarious. So he died of a dude, heart attack, all that but- shit. Like, how do you, like, that being your legacy. He's one of the five people Because you know that's died. the last thing people will ever think him. <laughs> Be like, here, and you guy who shot you over the nuts and had a heart attack. I don't know. I've always wanted it to be tased because, I don't know, cops have threatened to tase me so many times. You always wanted to be tased? Yeah, just to see if I could handle it. But you've never been tased? 
No, surprisingly enough. And then, like, how does somebody like yourself that wants something <laughs> so, so attainable bad. never be able to achieve that? Or, and I, I feel, feel like, like that's you something you as a person could get that. Well, like, I feel like that's something we could help you with. Well, like, okay, so you know, oh, I, I like went out that. of that casino and, like, they want to. They you wanted know, to like tase every you? time I've been in trouble in my life since I was a kid and my juvenile records are sealed and like, dude, that made me start thinking like, God, how many times have I actually been arrested in my life? <laughs> a conservative dude. estimate, I think it's got to be 20. I'm yeah, thinking I somewhere that. between 20 to 30. You got I'm a like, lot you of trouble everything? when we were younger. I'm like, can I just give you the big stuff? I'm like, I, I got picked up for assault in Phoenix. I got a DUI in Montana. Like, what? I'm, Couple charges of obstruction in Oregon. <laughs> like, God. You're actually thinking about it. I'm like, man, I've been arrested a lot of times. <laughs> I think next time, instead of putting the mic on the mic stand, I'm just going to like duct tape it to his head. And that way he can move all around and shit. And then, like, I'm like a statue. I'm so stoic and I just basically don't move the whole time. Once I get locked into that perfect distance. I I'm guess there. it takes practice. I'm I guess ass- so. I'm assuming yeah. it's close enough to me. It just it's gonna pick me up. But. Yeah, no, I'm sure it will. I'll just have to adjust it in post. It's fine. You're just making uh, making more making work Matt's for me. Making Matt's job twice as hard. Just making more work for me. I'll try harder next time, Matt. Uh, Dab Daddy in the chat wants to know who won the drawing. Uh, if you watch, it's on my Instagram story. We filmed it for that, and then uh, we did it live on the Hotbox earlier today. But uh, one of the Instagram followers, Skydive Cat, I believe, is who won. So what they win? Uh, that that Philpot shit spinner jet set. We had a little fundraiser raffle for our friend who had brain surgery recently, and uh, that was one of the things people could win if they donated to the GoFundMe. So, yeah, thanks to everyone who supported that, and uh, congrats to Skydive Cat for winning the set. Man, brain surgery sounds rough. And how right? many? So right? how many entries were there? Fifty-four. Nice. How much was it? What? Ten dollars an entry. Ten, Ten an bucks. entry. Yeah. We raised a whole $540 for our friend. <laughs> That's a good See, sum, if, though. if you have brain surgery, you can start a GoFundMe, and then you definitely won't need a job. Dude, did you guys hear about that lady through my, my sister's church, that Baptist church? She'd been faking having cancer for the last, like, six years, I think, and it finally came out. Really? You know... You haven't heard about that, Billy Joe? I know you're all about the big empty. In Montana? Oh, yeah, dude. It was a huge scandal. Like Billy Joe, did you hear about that? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Now, that was a scandal, bro. That's something to talk about. No, see, here's the issue with that. My information always comes from my family. hmm. So they want to tell me stuff like that. And they said it was Antifa. no, 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 I fucking hate Trump. So... To talk to me during a time where there's a lot of negative Trump shit going on. They're like, because eh, eh, I don't want in no politics. We call BJ and say something. She's going to go on us. Well, so. this came out like a month ago. And like she was like I'm real so tight with the, the preacher man. And like they were paying all of her bills and just she's just living it this up. This is somebody like, you knew in Montana? No, it was some lady who went to my sister's church. Okay, and then she faked having cancer so the church would. Yeah. Well, just, and I mean, but, if you think about it, is that any different than the church faking a religion and faking <laughs> that there's a God just so they can collect money? I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I, 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 I would allow it. 
I might actually go to find a church and see if we can pull that off. I don't know if she got charged with some felonies, though. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not trying to catch no Fs. <laughs> She's going to jail. Not for that shit. I would just do it as a Hang joke. Hang bitch. And then yeah, I would... Yeah, if you're not happy. I would do it as a joke, and then I would teach a life lesson to the congregation, and then I would be their new pastor. Yeah, it was, it was one of the <laughs> Baptist churches. I can't remember hmm. the exact name of it, but it's a... It's You're a crazy story. You could definitely pull that shit off. Well, the thing about it was like, for how long she pulled I it off I could do for? it forever. Oh, her. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's like, dude, how do you keep a lie like that going saying, for that I know, No real proof. I know things about myself because I've taken LSD and I've looked inside and I know that I am too charismatic and that that power, if wielded inappropriately, could definitely lead to like me taking over a lot of shit. And I'm just, that's not the path for me. So no, I try to in- keep it bottled up. <laughs> And let it out a little bit. My rap albums, here's a little bit. And then these podcasts, here's a little bit. And then and then that's it. You if I ever went there, full... Your job... Forget it. As a Libra is to keep the scales <laughs> even. That's true. And if you took that charisma, it'd be like, psh, scale. Most gone. people are like plus three charisma. I'm like plus 11. <laughs> you I know, and... Can't help it. And Double D, he's the same way. Like, he's real cosmetic, and he's a Libra, and he kind of reins it in most of the time. Every once in a while, though, it gets out there. Who? Chad. Oh. Fuck, you're talking about... Nobody does. Uh, Let's see. Did you know that there is uh, microwave weapons out there? Yes. Did you know that was a thing? Yeah. I think they've been around. Is this conspiracy, or is this for real? I think they've been around for a long time, probably since, like, World War II. Damn. For a long time, it was considered conspiracy, but... It kind of, at a point, it's like real. Like, they okay, they all came yeah. out. All the countries like, yeah, that was us. Every time y'all got sick, like, yeah, that was us. Sorry, <laughs> we've had microwave weapons ever since that one kid put his cat in a microwave. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, power. Some people got hit with it. Apparently, I don't know if it's true or not. This might just be. I don't know if anything's true or not anymore. So just let's just we'll start from there. I don't know if anything's true anymore, and then we'll just continue. <laughs> uh, but it says that this uh, afflicted U.S. embassy staff and CIA officers off and on over the last four years in Cuba, China, Russia, and other countries, and it appears to have been caused by high-power microwaves. A committee of 19 experts in medicine and other fields concluded that directed pulsed radio frequency energy is, quote, the most plausible mechanism to explain the illness dubbed the Havana Syndrome. Have you ever experienced the Havana Syndrome? No, I don't think so. Well, there's a difference between microwaves and radio waves, right? I mean, they're all waves, right? It's just what frequency they're at. I feel like microwaves would cook you, like physically cook you and kill you. But like radio waves would just make you sick, maybe? I I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the deal. I don't know what's real. They like fry your brain cells. Uh, It says the report doesn't clear up who targeted the embassies or why they were targeted, but the technology behind the suspected weapons is well understood and dates back to the Cold War arms race between the U.S. and the Soviet Union. He's pretty smart. You actually know some shit, Jeff. That was impressive. Uh, High-power microwave weapons are generally designed to disable electronic equipment, but as the Havana Syndrome reports show, the pulses of energy can harm people as well. Uh, Two good examples are Boeing's counter-electronics high-powered microwave advanced missile project, known as CHAMP, (laughs) 
which is a high-power microwave source mounted in a missile and tactile high-power operational responder, or THOR. <laughs> so is that what which, they actually use, like, when no, they shoot it at your car? No, these are two examples and of it. And it, like, crashes your car when you have electronic cars? No, that's, that's just hacking the car's software and telling it to turn. Because, like, nothing in the car is mechanical, right? So, like, your steering wheel, it feels mechanical, but it's just computer signals telling the car's computer how much to turn the wheel like in old cars it was an actual stick that was connected to other shit that turned it physically so yeah it's more like playing a video game basically but the car's design like all of the gas and everything that's all sensors but it feels like it's actually doing something but those things make it totally crash but yeah if you got in there and you hacked the car system yes you could just make it go fully accelerate and then turn into a wall or something like that. That's not That's what different I said. than this. I said no it kills the car. Like, Are you talking about in Cars 2 where they had oh. the bad gasoline and then they hit him with the beam from the camera? <laughs> no. And they I mean, blew that's up. That's a good theory. But no, that's that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> Cuz that might be real. At this point, like, I don't know what's do, real. When so. they do car chases, they can shoot these little things out that bullets claw, that claw onto your car and they kill it. Like so, your battery oh, dies. No, that's like, like a, that's Boop. that's an EMP. That's different. That's an electromagnetic pulse, and that just shorts out any of the electronics in the car, which just disables the car. That's different. Okay. Well, I was just wondering because it sounds like that <laughs> could short that out too, right? Yeah. No, that would definitely short out <laughs> anything with electricity Electron- running in yes. it. I, I mean, basically, I'm not a scientist. So it's but not what it does, but it could do that. Maybe. Okay. It certainly could. Anything could happen at this point. So maybe. I'm saying the technology would do the same. Probably. Maybe. But that could actually Pro- make you able to speed it up Possib- and shit. That Possib- could. <laughs> uh, these types of directed energy microwave devices came on the scene in the late 60s in the U.S. Soviet Union. They were enabled by the development of pulsed power in the 60s uh, that generate short electrical pulses that have very high electrical power, meaning both high voltage up to a few megavolts and large electrical currents uh, in amps, tens of kiloamps. So like thousands of thousands of thousands of amps. And that's more voltage than the highest voltage long-distance power transmission lines and about the amount of current in a lightning bolt. Damn, that would definitely cook you. That fucks some shit up. Uh, the development of this technology led to a subset of the U.S.-Soviet arms race, a microwave power derby. When the Soviet Union collapsed in 91, uh, some American scientists gained access to Russian pulse power accelerators like the Sinus 6 that is still working in this lab here. Hmm. Uh, this guy had a fruitful decade of collaboration with his Russian colleagues, which swiftly ended following Putin's rise to power. Putin said, no more collaborations. <laughs> we don't collaborate. Our weapons. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I guess I never really thought about it, but it does make sense because microwaves have been around for a long time, right? Like we've been cooking food with the the microwave uh, for... Since like, I think the since 70s. Since the same time, yeah. So like the they invented it weaponized it, then made us cook food with it. Yes. In that order. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Well, it was ever since well, World War II. That's how it all works. We get these, like, cool inventions, but this shit was out, you know, 10, 20 years ago as a weapon. <laughs> and now it's, hey, yes, that thing you talked about. Oh, no, we just made it. Look, and we made it for you. You now have a microwave. No, it's not for cooking brains. It cooks your food. <laughs> cooks Hot Pockets. You don't know what those are yet. 
Yes, basically. What, Jeff? Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, did Let's you know go. that we may be getting volcanic eruptions in Yellowstone happening? Possibly? I read that article, and unfortunately, it's saying that that's not going to happen. What? Why does the headline say it's going to happen? See, I don't know what to believe. There's I some know. conspiracy you theory saying that like, Yellowstone could like, blow up like this any day of the country any day like now the whole thing like if no it just it's went not a off, conspiracy like, if that thing goes america's fucked it's gone <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a big deal so you're this saying like they, pompeii the capitalist the whole people, u.s is pompeii the capitalist rioters the capital rioters should have went to yellowstone and triggered the geyser instead yeah like you know how like uh yes, in the oil industry they'll, they'll, that. they'll blow up yeah um underground they'll set bombs off underground to get the oil out like what if you did that see grubby you don't know enough about me oh i I say this plenty of times how many times have i stated on the podcast how i would want to die several (laughs) i want to die by yellowstone volcano (laughs) that's it right there well maybe you should move to wyoming yeah there's an idea (laughs) Well, I lived so in Montana. So, see, you, I yeah, but in you lived in the western part, which is doesn't really count. No, see, anywhere well, within, I believe it was a 500 mile radius, would barely see it coming. Like you would see something and you'd be done. Yeah, well, in western Montana, Missoula, so Montana, that's like that, 500 miles. So that fucking take care of it. See, the thing Boom. about the big empty is it takes an hour to go anywhere. It, it's big. See, Dude, the thing about like, the big empty, it's big. it's big. It's big and there's nothing and there. And it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I miss Montana sometimes. I just do. not Just not in the wintertime. God, the place sucks. It does suck. I can't tell you guys about... Fuck Matt, you. what is it that you personally think blows? sucks about it? You think I don't. The I, cash sucks. I don't mind it there if I didn't have to work there. Hashtag the job market the empty blows. The job market sucks. It would be a sweet place to retire if I As had I said, millions of dollars to money buy a cabin. Yeah, like, that you dislike living. Well, there. if I had more than one person helping me make some, maybe we could get there. Well, faster. you know what? If we lived near someone who would take care of our child. Oh. I, you know, I could have a job. Maybe you should have Man, thought you about can't that before a dick you for had a, a cheeseburger there. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold up. There you was can't, a long What did you just say? I, I need that saying. Say it. Give it say, to me, Jeff. I Let's said, go. man, you can't suck a dick for a cheeseburger there. <laughs> Trust me, I tried. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you can't sell a dick for a cheeseburger there. Suck a dick is just as funny. I, I feel like... You couldn't sell a dick for a cheeseburger. <laughs> Can't do that either, man. Well, it's because they already got their dick sucked five minutes ago for the drugs they could sell that person. So they didn't uh, need to sell you a yeah. cheeseburger. See, if you're going to live there, you got to be a drug dealer, basically. Yeah, and their dope is a joke. But, like, we had, the, did we not have this long term fucking plan? Uh, I don't really have Man, you got to get over this Montana thing. I'm telling you. Yeah. Rebby, you shut the hell up. <laughs> He's got a point, but I have no plans. The world could end at any moment at this point, so I really... Tell me that was not the long-term um, plan. There is no long-term plan. Literally flying by the seat of my pants at this point. At this point. All when plans out the window. you convinced me to leave Montana... Well, you are more than welcome to go back there. You got a nice farm you could go live on, Green Acres. That's the place for me. Farm living is the life for me. Well, how's the song go? Green Acres is the place to be. 
Farm <laughs> living, that's the life for me. Land, Land stretching out, out so far and wide. Yeah. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. Keep Eugene, just so give me that. So let's say the company <laughs> or any of the companies you have worked for give you a ring or a little email and are like, hey, sup, we know it's legal up there. You want to help us out? <laughs> If the current company that I am with wanted to set up a shop up there, I would go run it. But yeah. other than that, I can't leave the company I'm working The marijuana with. in Montana. I left them once, and you see how that turned out, and I came back, and I can't leave them again. That's just how it is. Like, Oregon is light years ahead of Montana. Yeah, and we as just legalized we drugs here, bitch. Chill well, out and do some drugs. Shit. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've had medical in Montana for a while and I had a real hard time finding a strain that I liked. Uh, this place called the Fruit Factory was decent. They had a stuff called Yes, Montana's Bigfoot. always behind. It's always Mon- behind. Yeah, that. Montana's 20 years behind the rest of the country. Hey, listen. Least. It's not an attack on Montana, you know? Sometimes no, quaint he, living is nice. No, he's got a serious attack on Montana over here. No, it is an well, attack on Montana, but it's going to come in 20 years. Years oh, my, the time you guys forget about there it. There you go. Coming a little hot, bud. There you go. See, <laughs> right, we, struck a, down. we struck a nerve here. Right. It only took what? Sorry, I just hit the place. Hour into the show. Well, it's the fucking. Why do you want to go back there so bad? What is so it about you can the big hate your fucking step family more? Like, <laughs> the fuck you want there? You can't Everybody wait to get there. I know. And then when you're there, there, you can't wait to leave. So. Ugh. Trust me, I just suffered the last lost the last year of my life in that place. Well, that's so, you. It's kind of a source. You also for me. live in a van, so your opinion doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of angry with all of my friends now because most of them are scumbags. Apparently, that is definitely a good. That's um, <laughs> through no fault of my own. I'm just trying to help out the. You homies. don't fall into that category. Just know that. Yeah, and you can come live in our garage anytime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> so yeah, hydrothermal explosions. Watch out for those in fucking Yellowstone. If you want to read about it, I'll put a link in the show notes at thechannel.com. <laughs> oh, what else is going on? What else? There, oh, this is kind of great. Hyundai recalling some vehicles and they want to let you know that if you have one of these vehicles you should probably park it outside because it's gonna catch on fire <laughs> uh, about 471,000 suvs they added to a september u.s recall uh, electrical shorts in a computer that could cause fires and they're warning owners to park the suvs outdoors until they're repaired <laughs> that's crazy oh poor people uh, certain models. Unless that's like your only fucking car. 2000. Well, better unplug the battery before you go to bed. Uh, the certain model year 2016 through 2018 and additional 2020, 2021 Hyundai Tucson SUVs. Yeah. So people that have those vehicles, that's definitely their only vehicle. Shit's blowing up. That's kind of rude. I used to have a Hyundai. It was my only vehicle. Oh, but it but was a you nice said car. there's additional ones in 20 and 2021. Yeah. So if that's like brand oh, spanking yeah. new, you just drove it off the lap. That's probably your They're only, only okay. car or your other car. I thought you were talking shit there. about Tucson owners. I'm sorry. I got nope. defensive there as a previous Hyundai A owner myself. Nope. Wasn't directed so. at any company. It was directed at the fact that 
if you have a brand new car, that's probably your only car. That's pretty sweet. If you get notified, you gotta take it into a dealer, and they'll replace a fuse in the computer. It's just a fuse. That's <laughs> apparently it's just a fuse, baby. Lovely. That's all. <laughs> uh, American Airlines not uh, gonna allow emotional support pets. Uh, on on the planes anymore? That's maybe? bullshit. Maybe well, not all of them, just changing some rules. Oh, yeah, no, they're not allowing any emotional support animals starting next week. The change matches a new Department of Transportation regulation that says airlines are not required to treat emotional support animals as service animals. Uh, because they're fucking not. Just because you're an adult and you can't leave your house for more than 10 minutes without a fucking dog or a stuffy or something... Like, then just don't fly, please. That, that is, I'm sorry, that is like the most, oh, this is my emotional support. I'm a very emotional person. And Me when too, I, I, have to, I have to pet my dog, uh, mm. otherwise I get over emotional. Like, that's the dumbest shit. I like, would only accept up. sitting next to someone if they had a furless cat and had the outfit on. The Dr. Evil did, and they sat there and petted their cat like that. This is my emotional like this is my emotional support peak. And I have to <laughs> I have to kiss it at least every hour or I get like really emotional. Well you see the whole thing is it just got out of hand. People are like emotional support pigs, emotional support ponies. Yeah. It was just they went crazy. in and everyone It became got, an excuse yeah. to bring their foofy little fucking dog with it. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Good for you, uh, airlines. <laughs> <laughs> people just need emotional support. You know, 2020 did a number on the people. Well, they just didn't. It was a way so that they didn't have to store their dogs under... Now they, you know, did this. Well, that way I can just bring them on and bring them off. All good. It's a, it's all about avoiding pain fees. <laughs> Ant exactly. Says, Ant says one guy got mauled on a plane by a Great Dane or some shit in Atlanta. Really? <laughs> shit be popping off in Atlanta. <laughs> Damn. That'd be how crazy. Com- like they had how all, comfortable like, would you feel if a pit bull was like sitting next this to you? This is my emotional support hawk. Don't make eye contact with the hawk. He's a noble creature. I got paperwork for Willis to be my service animal, and he's a pit bull. Service animal's different than emotional support, though, right? Service animal has to, like, actually be trained and be able to follow a certain set of commands to qualify. And pit bulls are really smart. They're smart as fuck. Right. Yeah, Willis is... Definitely is smart. Willis is so smart. He's literally trying to escape right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like driving your van down the road until it runs out of gas. (laughs) I'm out of here, fucks. Well, you know, Willis, he starts to get all uppity. Amazing words there for us. (laughs) Terpenis says emotional support anaconda in my pants. Hey, hell yeah. Good for you. Wise words. <laughs> Sorry. I bet your mom's proud. <laughs> your mom's proud. Look at this anaconda I raised. You know what? My mom is proud. Is she? Yeah. That's good. All she ever wanted was a granddaughter. She didn't care which junkie gave it to you, but here wow. we are. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got one. Somebody got what they wanted out of this deal. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff, pleasure as always. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, you guys. No problem. Uh, get the fuck out of my house. BJ, <laughs> pleasure as always. I uh, look forward to uh, seeing you in Montana. 
I'm sorry. I I just I can't go back there right now. There's there's just nothing there. There's nothing. There's there. nothing there. All right. But as uh, I said, the long term plan was yeah, for you to you get all what? these connections, you know so you could get long-term back there. Like hey, you're not in front of a mic. You don't get to talk anymore. Oh, first of all, God. I just need to settle this with her real quick. <laughs> long term, when I'm 75, if I'm not dead by then, and I'm retired. When I retire, <laughs> then we can go back there. How's that sound? Yeah. But you can go back there whenever you want. You know that. Hey, do you know this? But well, right. how would you feel? Oh, hey, can I just give a shout out to all um, my homies back over in the Big Empty? Yeah, shout out to the homies in the Big Empty. <laughs> uh, say what's up to Chris Van Orden and his old lady Nicole. And Love his, you guys. Miss and, you. And his, and his brother Alex. Shout out to the Van Orden clan. Shout out to the Nefs. Huh? They just lost a, a clan member, our old friend Clayton. Rest in peace, homie. Bunch of crazy shit. All right, well, email info at thejamble.com, thejamble.com. That's the website. Check it out. And uh, there's banging mics around, closing up shop, telling me it's time to go. So we'll uh, catch you next weekend. Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Peace out, y'all. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here Transparent cows, I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second, look around, the psyops is winning Set the table, we just biopsy dinner Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of, uh, embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound it's true. It really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's fine if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be ceasing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves The future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. You are listening to The Jam Hall. The Jam, The Jam, The Jam Hall.com.